Hi, and welcome back to Between the Sheets with Melissa and Scarlett. This is episode six. six. We have six. made it to six, and before we even start, we should probably issue an apology. Our last podcast was a little lacking because... We were both incredibly hungover. <laughs> yes, we had a wine apocalypse. <laughs> yes, we did. I think we had, like, what, a bottle and a half, like, I, each? I, it had to be more than that. Two bottles yeah, each. Yeah, and we were staying at a friend's house, and we even ended up breaking into their liquor cabinet like fucking teenagers. And, was- and she says we, <laughs> but I have to own it, because it was you entirely one, me. You MacGyvered that lock. I did. It was one of those locks where you have to figure out the combination. It's like little numbers. You had it in like a minute. I know. I was like fumbling around, <laughs> and I'm like, well, what possible combinations could it be? And I'm like, let's try. Da-da-da-da. I'm not going to say what it is, because oh I don't want to like out her combo but yeah boom popped right open social engineering hack <laughs> <laughs> it was good wine too. it was and we paid for it and and oh my god i had to apologize and be like we're assholes i'm so sorry but the next morning scarlet's all you ready to record our podcast and i'm like no <laughs> i don't want to do anything ever again <laughs> So anyway, this podcast, we're ready to get into We're it. ready to go. We got our pina coladas <laughs> in hand. And we're not hungover, but we will be tomorrow. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. So, first up on our weird news. Okay. And this was a favorite of mine. Okay. I, okay. I, I enjoyed this that? one. A guy explains why men touch their junk so much. Oh. Oh, okay. Right? Let's hear it. So, this guy says, I walk around with my junk cupped in my hand fairly often. Frequently enough that I don't always notice I'm doing so. And sometimes my female roommate will express concern about whether everything is all right down there. (laughs) This makes me worry that I'm, like, unconsciously rearranging my sack at work while I'm talking to my boss about important business stuff. Or while I'm out on a first date. So he goes on to explain, let's see how many there are. There are f- six okay, different reasons. Okay, so let's hear the reasons why. Number one, we're itchy. Okay, I can see that. So it basically just says your junk gets itchy, just like any other part of your body. So, you know, that's that's fair. All right, okay, okay. Kind of like itching your nose or your earlobe or uh-huh. something. Number two. But you know what? Oh. I don't itch my pussy. <laughs> I, you know, I don't usually itch down there. I mean, if I've frequently shaved, there might be yeah, a moment okay. where the hair is growing back yes, in, and yeah. you're kind of like, okay, that gets a little itchy. But I, I will feel that it's itchy, and then I'll be like, okay, no, noted, can't itch right now. <laughs> it's like a conscious filter of like, I'm not gonna Nor stuff do I my walk hand down. With my hand on my jug. Well, that's I- the other thing. Like and I'm not I'm not like a sports fan, but my yeah. m- my mom is wicked into baseball, and I've watched a few games with her, and I'd be like, "Mom, <laughs> how come they're always grabbing their junk? Like, is that a thing? Is that like a baseball thing, or just like a man thing? Like, what's up with that? You know?" Um, so anyway, number two, our penises get out of place. Well, that kind of okay, makes that sense. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so we don't have that problem, right? You know, and it's funny because I. 
there was one particular night, and I'm pr- I was probably stoned. I have to say, because <laughs> usually this type of thought would occur to me while stoned. But I remember like staring down between my legs and then looking down between Jeremy's legs, and I was like, "What's it like to like have to live with stuff there all the time? <laughs> you know, because it's like you have to you you have these extra bits that kind of hang out, and you got to like worry about it, yeah, like and position them, and, and position yeah. them, and you know that you, they could get." hurt in some manner and <laughs> they might get caught they might get caught like you just don't know and, and with clothing you have to worry about where they sit like mm-hmm. girls don't have this issue no. ever it's just there's nothing there and it seems weird to me to have something there no i mean if you're a girl the worst that's going to happen especially if you have large labia is like it'll get caught in the seam of your jeans or whatever and you'll have a momentary oh right when i had piercings every once in a while i would be like bye <laughs> uh, I've never had piercings down there. Really, I'm my clit hood pierced. Nice. Um, Which I banged out on the saddle. Not nice. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. It sounds cooler than I'm sure it was. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, banging out on a saddle sounds yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, long story. <laughs> okay, number three. We're sweaty down there. Yeah, but the same thing happens with the vagina. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I don't, you know, sometimes I might want to, like, lift my legs open a little bit just to, like, air it out, but I'm not going to, like, be like, yeah, you know, go to town down there. Number four, this is my favorite one. Okay. We have an erection. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, that has to be on there somewhere. Yeah, because, yeah, and, and I like the description. When you get a boner in public and you're standing up, you really have only two options. (laughs) You can stand there with your tent pitched for everyone to see, which I would say is a bad move in about 98% of situations, or you can do the boner tuck. (laughs) That's when you tuck your erect member... Against the belly button? Yeah, up into the waistband of your underwear and jeans so that others can't tell that you're hard as a rock. It's super uncomfortable, but a necessity. Yes, and I had an ex that I could tell every time that he had a boner in public, because he would go commando all the time, and he'd have both fists in his pockets, and at first I'd be like, what the fuck, what kind of, like, standing position is that? Like, what is he doing? And I'd be like, oh. He's, like, holding it back. Yeah, he's, like, pushing his hands out of his pockets to create more room so he can't tell. And I'm in the ground going... Why? I wonder what I wonder what gave him an erection. You and know, like, like, a butterfly flapped its wings yeah. on the other side of the world and spring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number five, force of habit. Okay. So I guess this is once you've done it for all those other reasons, you're just down there anyway. Okay. But it doesn't say anything like, oh, it feels good, or... It just says sometimes... comforting, some, or... Well, he does say comforting. Okay. Sometimes there's no reason at all for us to grab our jewels, but we do it because we're used to doing it. It's like when you have a beard... <laughs> Make sure it's still You there. can't help but stroke it. Um, and then he says, one of my friends sits around with his hand down his pants almost all the time. He says it's just his go-to way to bask in leisure that... He, that he knows it's there, that it's fine, that he just likes to have his hand on or around it. It's like a security blanket, I guess. Except it's a penis. Okay. All right. So it's, it's a like penis what security Al Bundy blanket. does. It's a security penis. Okay. All right. <laughs> Number six. Oh, oh, sorry. There's another one. This, this is the last one. We're just checking it's still there. Okay. Well, did I not just say You that? did. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's it's a check. Where's it going to go? He says... 
Our junk is very important to us. Sometimes it's nice to just give it a grasp so we know it's still present and in good standing. Okay, all right. But you know what? You don't do the same thing with vagina. I never, ever have the impulse to be like, oh, my God, is my vagina still there? No, I don't. I don't. I, I don't do that I don't either. Get it. I don't get sometimes it. I grab my boobs, but it's not to check them. I don't even know why I do that sometimes. And it's not in public, ever. <laughs> you know, it's like I'll be, like, on the couch, and I'll just be like, I'll just, like, Did grab my boobs. you do that in public so many times? <laughs> <laughs> it's the boob check. Sometimes you just have to grab on and push them up a little bit. I don't know why. It's a thing. <laughs> Haven't you done that, though, like, clandestine? Like, been wearing something low-cut with a push-up bra and, like, clandestinely kind of, like, rearrange them yeah, so, so like, more cleavage. Yeah, so, just a little bit more cleavage, so yeah. they're just, like, pushed up a little. Yeah, you totally. Push your arms there's a little a, tighter. Yeah, there's a boob pushing. There's no vagina adjusting, really. No, that's what I was going to say. But there's be- definitely boob adjusting. Yeah, yeah. So, so that is comparable, kind of. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Kind of, sort of. I'll concede that point. So this comes from iflscience.com, which is... I fucking love science. Nine surprising facts about breasts you probably didn't know. Okay. And I probably don't. (laughs) Number one. Some women can orgasm via breast stimulation. I had heard that, and when you do tantric sex, that's where you start. Oh, interesting. You start with the breasts. Yeah, it's the breathing and with the breasts. And, and, uh, that makes I a lot of sense. Doubt it. I have never had an orgasm. I, I haven't either. I mean, it is super sensitive, and it's definitely a, like a good place to start to get a person in the mood. Yeah. But I, I've never been taken had home a breastgasm? No. no. Breastgasm. <laughs> We gotta name everything with a gasm. Uh, yeah, you know, we've should. had corgasm, breastgasm, footgasm, rhinogasm. Uh, <laughs> rhinogasm. That'd be like a nosegasm. Oh, dinogasm. Dinogasm. That's where I was trying to go. Number two, boobs are more fraternal twins than identical. Oh, so one's slightly different than the other. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has asymmetrical features: an arm longer than the other, a foot larger than the other, even a breast larger than the other. In a study published in the International Journal of Clothing, Science, and Technology, the right breast was found to be, on average, larger than the left. Oh, see, that's wrong. That's I'm just the I, I was like, I'm checking right now. I am checking as I well. I can't tell. I've got a big old my, bra on. My left is, I'm wearing no bra, and my left is definitely <laughs> bigger than my right, which is, that's weird. It's funny, too, because, like, I know, I'm a freak. Damn it. Damn it. That's okay. I can live with that. But uh, as a side note, whenever I'm watching like almost any like TV show or movie with Jeremy, he'll just he'll just call out randomly, lefty, <laughs> righty. Wait, what does it mean? He always notices when which boob is bigger than the other, <laughs> and he's always calling it out. It's like a thing that he okay, does. I would so never ever even think to do that. And I now mean, I'm either. totally gonna do it. <laughs> I know, I know, it becomes oh, a thing. that's so funny. Whereas I, I notice, <laughs> it's funny because that's the thing that he knows is I always notice which direction dudes dress in. Uh-huh. So you'll see like a guy, like a full frontal guy with pants on and I'll be like, he's dressing left. Uh, he's yeah. Dressing. Yeah, I always. Yeah, yeah, no, I do the same thing. Yeah, always. always notice yeah. that. All right, okay, that makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. Okay, number three. Breasts can weigh about as much as three bricks. 
not yeah. mine. Not mine either. <laughs> Mine's like a brick and a half. I was going to say. <laughs> Even. That's just, I can't even imagine having breasts that would weigh that much. I would feel like, God, you'd have so many back problems. No. Number five, everyone stares at your breasts. Every one. <laughs> it's true. According to a study where women and men were fitted with an eye tracking device, <laughs> both were found to look at a woman's boobs instead of her face, but men do it for longer. So women do boob watch too, but they're just quicker about it. Oh, it's totally true. It's totally true. I guess so. I'm trying it's to totally think. It's totally true. I do. I don't really think I do. I do. I mean, maybe I do subconsciously and never thought about it, but I I rarely ever notice the boobs. And I know, and, and then we all compare contrast. Only, you know what? I will notice them if they're like like unbelievably enormous. You know, because then you can't help because you're like, oh my god, she's carrying like watermelons on her front. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not a tit girl. Everybody looks. Um, number six. What does your nipple type say about you? <laughs> uh oh. There are different types of nipples, clinically classed as normal, flat, puffy, inverted, with three grades of inversion, and unilateral. And just like the asymmetry of boobs, your nipples may not be a matching pair. Okay. No, I don't. I don't think mine are any of those. I would. Well, maybe I'm just normal. Then. Yeah, mine are normal. Yeah, I think mine are just normal as well. Puffy. Um, yeah. Seven. Number seven. This is sort of like an extension of number six, or even a matching triplet. A third nipple. A third nipple. Burn the witch. Burn the witch. I know. I just picture that scene <laughs> in the Kevin Smith movie. The Mall rats. Have you ever seen no, mall rats? Seen that. Oh my god! I've only seen it a thousand times. I'll have to make you see that scene. Okay. It's pretty great. Um, okay, number eight. Smoking and pregnancy can cause sweater puppies to sag. Okay. Oh, look at you! Look at me! <laughs> I told her earlier she had to quit smoking. <laughs> so now you have a really good and you reason. Know what? Guess what? My boobs aren't sagging. Yeah, no, they're not. So, so I presume. But I've never been pregnant, so. Okay, and the last one on the list, number nine. You can get your hands on all the bras for science. I don't know what that means. I don't get that either. I'm going to read it. In fact, there's an entire department for this at the Hong Kong Polytechnic University, Created by the bra manufacturer Top Form, the lab is purely dedicated to the research and development of bras, glorious bras. So I guess you can get free bras from them, like beta bras. You're beta testing a bra. Oh, I see. Okay. You can be a beta bra tester. Okay. I say that five times fast. Beta bra. Yeah. Beta bra. I would. I would be no, a beta bra I, tester. No, because I prefer most of the time not to wear one. I so, do too. Yeah. I find them to be sort of restrictive. I don't have a problem. I mean. I don't have a problem with it. It's just that I'm not super huge. I'm pretty normal, but I, yeah. I, I used I to. I like to be, you know, f- carefree and yeah, fancy. Do I wear them out in public? Mm-hmm. But the second I come home, it's like, boom, 
off. Even in public, I mean, I, I wear one more out here in the U.S. because the U.S. is different than Europe. But yeah. I wear a lot more clothes out here. <laughs> <laughs> the puritanical America. I know, because everybody gets so freaked out. You must wear bras. You must oh, wear clothes. Yeah, just like, could you put some clothes on? I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. Even people you would never think. Right. Would it's it's amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome anyway. to America. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next up, let's see. What should I go to next here? Oh. Um, I'm wondering if I should save that for last. <laughs> All right. So let's do it now. Let's do it. I was gonna say it's okay. Out. So next up, this was a lovely link that Scarlett sent me that I, I woke up to one morning <laughs> in my uh, Facebook Messenger, and I was so happy that I hadn't had breakfast yet because I would have, you know. I want. I just wanted to be noted. I had three different people who listened to the podcast send me this link and say, "Please talk about this." Okay. So what this is, and this is on Vice.com, of course. The emerging fetish of laying alien eggs inside your cell. Because <laughs> so you know it's such a fantasy. So let's let's describe this thing. Because there's a, there's a visual here. Now, it's it's basically a dildo. It kind of looks like a, a tentacle. A little bit like a tentacle. It has an, an, an opening. So it's not cut. At oh. the tip. Yeah. A large opening, not like a an little... An incredibly large urethra. <laughs> yes, like a giant urethra. And I guess while you're using it, at some point, it spits out a goopy egg molded from gelatin into the body cavity of your choice. <laughs> Which then you can, in turn, spit, spit out. out. Yes. <sighs> ah. Hmm. The owner of Primal Hardware is a man who insisted I refer to him only as Lone Wolf. This is from the article. A Native American of indeterminate age, he apparently was a builder, fast food dude, fashion model, church organist, butcher, and veterinary student at the University of New Hampshire before deciding, I want to make enormous egg-laying alien dicks. Everybody's got to have a dream. Exactly. And <laughs> you know? by all means, chase hey, your dreams, man. I'm Manifest sure that those. there's a ton of people out there that would dig at it. I don't think it would be my thing. No. I'd be scared of the gelatin, but... Uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's, I, I'd be scared of the alien penis, too. I'm sorry. I, no, the whole thing just kind of makes me cringe and close my legs. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not for me, but... Legs crossing now. Uh, not, but you know, hey, some hey. people might be totally into it. Who knows? Maybe it feels phenomenal. I don't I, know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, don't you remember that porno that was floating around a million years ago with the guy that birthed the birth doll no. out of his ass? You never saw that? No. It oh was this God. guy that had a birth doll shoved up his ass, ah. and he's giving birth, and he's like, oh, and there's all these people standing around going, come on, yay, yay. Wow. It's kind of a beautiful thing. <laughs> you and I, my dear, have different definitions of beautiful. So let's let's uh let's move on. Okay, perhaps. sorry. No, I'm just kidding. It's it's so gross. Anyway, okay. Alright. I'm 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 a little uh, I think I think I need a, a little sip of my pina colada here because uh, I've been traumatized. So let's see. Next up on our weird news. 
This is this one comes from io9, which is one of my favorite websites. Do you suffer from foot orgasm syndrome? Uh-oh. <laughs> Where's that going? Yeah, you know, I haven't even read this article yet. I just saw the title and was like, we need to talk about oh, this. Oh no. In 2013, (laughs) researchers identified a woman who, five or six times a day, she's gonna live forever. (laughs) Yes, she is. Would experience spontaneous orgasms originating from her left foot. That brings like a whole new meaning to my left foot. Uh, Yeah. Is she wired all wrong? Apparently. They called her condition, straightforwardly enough, foot orgasm syndrome, FOS. Now they're searching for others like her. Oh, so they're putting like a call to arms, like, do you uh, have this? Because okay, we want to study you. I thought this was going to be a shrimping thing, and I was like, <laughs> what? A shrimping thing? <laughs> you know, when somebody sucks your toes, it's called shrimping. <laughs> I did not know that's what it was called. <laughs> Seriously, uh, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that was what it was. No, I had no idea. Oh my gosh. For some reason, I don't know. I don't think I have nice feet, but they have ended up in a lot of people's mouths, and I, <laughs> even recently. I'm not going to say who, because I'm not going to kiss and tell, but I'm just saying. But I know who. I'm not going to say either, but it's a pretty awesome story. Um, uh, you know what? It, in the last... It, it's happened numerous times over the last few years. I have no idea what it is, Like, but it happens... Quite a, and it's not even a fetish of mine. It just happens. And you Where haven't like, even met how, Quentin Tarantino. How, how, how does my fucking toes end up in your mouth? <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Though. That would be a story to tell. So, another thing that I woke up to was a list of a couple of different books that Scarlett had sent to me. Because, you know, we, we've discussed in the past, you know, the fact that it's too bad dinosaur porn already exists because... Oh, you were going on about how hot velociraptors were. Exactly. Yeah, and then I was telling you dinosaur porn's been done. It's been done. But this is this is exceptional. When I, when I read this, I was just like, kudos to you. Yeah. Kudos to you. Yeah. I mean, I read a lot of the Chuck Tingler ones, and those are... Quite, the descriptions are quite a bit of fun, but yeah, this was exceptional. So this is by author Mandy DeSandra. I'm assuming that's a fake name, but it might I be would real. assume so. Yes, and it's from Bizarro Press, right? Um, I'm not sure, but it's, it's so. it falls under Bizarro. Yeah. Um, All right. Anyway, I don't see. The I don't pub- think it's from them, but the publisher is the only RX Press. But it's it's basically Bizarro. Okay. The title is Ravished by Reganosaurus. <laughs> yes, I love this. Here's the description. George W. Bush, Dick Cheney, and their neocon friends are sick of Obama not protecting America. They have come up with a plan to mix the DNA from the greatest dinosaur, the T-Rex, and from the greatest man, Ronald Reagan, (laughs) to create a creature so powerful that it can spread freedom and stop ISIS. With the help of a 16-year-old dinosaur lover and MIT graduate student, Michael Hanley, the perfect, they create the perfect algorithm and the Reganosaurus. The Reganosaurus is not the American-loving animal they imagined, however. It is a creature obsessed with ejaculating on the weakest <laughs> and eating them. 
the more he comes and the more he eats, the stronger the Reaganosaurus becomes. With all of America, except Alaska. <laughs> of course. Covered in dino semen. <laughs> President Hillary Clinton and Michael Hanley must find a sexy conservative woman to seduce and stop Reaganosaurus. Is that woman Sarah Palin? You betcha! <laughs> I just love that. I just love it. I love it. This is a bizarro erotica novella where Jurassic World meets the spy who loved me, <laughs> featuring dinosaur bukkake, ball twirling, sucking, and licking, hand job genocide. <laughs> this is a great name for a band. That is. Hand job this genocide. This is my new heavy metal band. I, I'm just going to say, that's my new punk rock band right there. Facial squirting. Interracial bu- bukkake gangbang, monster cock worship. That's that's my band. Name. There you go. So we're gonna have like a double bill of monster cock worship and hand job and, genocide. And hand job genocide. Yes, everybody's gonna come. And it ends in with, more ways than one. In cowgirl T Rex <laughs> cock riding. Okay, yeah. So this is this is the ultimate. So everybody, go buy this book. It's I don't, on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Ravish by Reagan Soros. It's like let's see. It's if you have Kindle Unlimited, it's zero, so it's free, um, or two ninety nine. Yeah, somebody out there, go read it and then tell us how it was. Yeah, I, I mean, just from that synopsis alone. I know you have brilliant. to read this and send us. I wish like, I a had review. come up with that. I know it's genius. <laughs> I just love that. Like, shit. what's wrong with us? We need something like this. Yeah, so that we can have worse reputations than we are. <laughs> <laughs> Why not go for it? I mean, you know, if you're gonna do it, do it. On that note, are we? Is that, I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we did good. Okay. Well, thanks for listening in again. And uh, and uh, sometimes we forget to do this, but I'm going to do it this time. Go ahead. Our website is betweenthesheets69.com. And if you have any questions or if it's you not find... beneath the sheets <laughs> like I keep typing everywhere. <laughs> beneath the sheets, behind the sheets, <laughs> before the sheets, above the sheets, below the sheets. You'd be like, um, that's not our name. I'm like, oh, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> what did I even say? Did I say it right? Between the sheets. Yeah, I did. it's betweenthesheets69.com. Okay. Uh, my, my pina colada is kind of kicking in. <laughs> now I'm going to start saying that freaking song. Um, if you have any articles you want to share with us or questions that you want to ask or anything at all, you can email um, me at uh, melissa at betweenthesheets69.com or me at scarlet at betweenthesheets69.com. Otherwise, um, a good way to get a hold of us is on the Facebook page, too. We've had yeah, we've, gotten, mean, we've, we've had, had people send there. us um, links. Or if you, you know, if you come across something that, that you think is hilarious and would be good for the show, send it to us. I, I love getting that stuff. And then I'll immediately forward it to Melissa, and then she'll write back and say, I haven't had fucking breakfast yet. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> or I just spat out my water. <laughs> thanks. Okay. All right. So thanks for listening. It's been wicked. Ciao.